Interview season is still among us. I believe today's guest is due for an ass-kicking. Let's talk floorball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about ball sports and the warehouse flub, but lately about floorball. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendan. Hey. Good flub there. Strong anyway, flub when you, to when start. When you flub, you got to say flub so people know you flubbed. So before I introduce our guest, I want to say something really quickly. I've listened to this show so much, like back after we've done it to like improve and whatnot. I've stopped listening to the Hoppy Boys, Brendan's, Brendan's <laughs> other show. Did you see that? Like <laughs> shit. It flew at you. Brendan's other show. They had BBD on it last episode. I forgot how much you and Brian talk before you introduce your guest. <laughs> it's for a long time. It was it was something oh that I had to get used to uh, on this. I was show. like watching. I was watching the YouTube and I was like, "Wow, BBD's just sitting there doing nothing." Yeah. Well, we based it off but, a show called The Doughboys, and they don't introduce him for like fifteen minutes. Well, like, we're not so doing I... that today because <laughs> we have the MVP of Floorball yeah. Two, Nick Bowen. Hey. hey. Thank you, boys, for having me. I'm uh, just here to get my ass kicked, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned to the end. That'll be something we do at the at the very, very end. At the very he's end, gonna, we're going to pop bad out and bloody. the wall behind Nick. <laughs> we're in his house right now. You're in his house. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you'll never find us, not until we pop out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but how you doing, Nick? How, has the uh, clamor from Floorball 2 really settled down? It has, it has. I'm getting recognized on the street a little bit less than I was before, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but no, it's uh, it's good. It was fun to see it all come out, and feels like we filmed it forever ago. So I guess it's uh, about time that I put my ego aside now. <laughs> <laughs> so if, speaking of ass kicking, though, if if there's anyone from Floorball Two you wanted to kick their ass, who would it be? Harry. That is such a loaded question. An unbelievable question, Brendan. It just registered with me what you said. Because I was calling for my cat. We ask to every stop guest meowing. that. We ask every guest that. Wow. But only if their um, name is Nick. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I've been the answer for most of those, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's how you're um, but you know what? I might have to go with my good buddy Kane Van Gate just wow. because nice. I feel like in our game against them, I kind of already did give him an ass kicking. Nice. So he's a little bit used to it now. <laughs> good. Wow, good what start. an answer. Just rubbing salt in the wound from months ago. Yeah, so much for putting the ego aside, I guess. <laughs> so much. So much for that. Man, there's so many questions I would just want to go with, but we have an official first question. That we have on every episode. Which we ask a question before the first question usually, so that was the prelude to the first question. All the questions before this, unofficial. Unofficial. They do not count. Yeah. Okay. Strike them from the record. Brennan's just going to put a big bleep. He's not even going to cut it. It's just going to be one big bleep (laughs) for the first first five minutes of the episode. I'm not going to pull a bleep from YouTube. I'm just going to do it myself with my mouth. Yeah, well, that's your MO, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you, you were... Allegedly in the room for this question last week when we talked to Sam. So I don't know if you're prepared for this or not. But what did you have for dinner tonight? She did actually just prep me for that one. And unfortunately, it is, I believe, the same answer as hers was. So maybe that makes us creatures of habit. (laughs) Uh uh, You've just been eating the same meal for the past week? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She made a big load of it. Two months ago, still going. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Pasta, meatballs. Red sauce, and here we are. Wow. Oh, that's not the same. Last week, Sam said pesto. Oh, so we yes, did it. We've broken. Right. We've broken tradition. Okay. Everybody claps. Brendan, hit the claps button. Uh, is this one? Oh, I nailed it. It's over one it. on answer. So that's a good start, Nick. <laughs> no, well, hey, but listen, we were telling Sam last week we had a stretch of about eight interview episodes in a row where the guest had not eaten dinner yet. So now, any answer is a great answer. Any answer is a great answer. Even if it's wrong. <laughs> Somehow I got what dinner was wrong. But... <laughs> Eating red sauce. Like, this pesto's great. <laughs> Harry's causing havoc. I got a signed Giorgio Chiellini jersey in my uh, office, and Harry's now trying to scratch it. Mm. What are you doing, baby? The cat that famously took a big dump on the floor five minutes ago. <laughs> just, just before we started recording. Yeah. So if you, if you see, if you're listening to the podcast, 
you can't see this, but it, for viewers out there, you can see green streak lines across Peter's screen. Why for, green? That's what stink looks like. Boo. That's what it looks like. Green streak Bad lines. Joke. Bad joke. Bad joke, Brendan. I see Bad it. Bad joke. Bad joke. Not well, joke. okay, Nick. <clears throat> Famously, you were in the last but, uh, floorball tournament as well. Different team. Obviously, yes. Mac Flurry Power did not exist. Broad Street Bullies does not exist this time around. How do you feel everything has changed, like tournament to tournament? Did you feel coming into this one more prepared? Did you feel more like, I guess, nervous? Because because Pat was is your partner in Hockey Collective, right? He was on your team in the last tournament, so you had that familiarity at least. This time, to my knowledge, you've never played with these guys before. Correct. Correct. So what's what's what was like the difference, I guess, in your mindset and your expectations coming into this one versus last one? Yeah, I mean, I think nerves were a little bit lower just knowing everybody, and I guess relationship status plays a factor in that one as well. Um, I, I mean, for anybody from Canada or a fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs, Steve is the biggest thing going. So, like, I've been watching Steve on YouTube after every Leafs game since I was 10, 12 years old. So, like, when I got told he was going to be on the team, it was like, oh, shit, okay, like, that's pretty awesome. So that was that was definitely cool. I was looking forward to that. Um, I knew Chelsea just a little bit through social media and stuff and knew she was good. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was definitely different and came into it knowing that we had a good shot to win whereas last year didn't know anything but also knew that we weren't good enough to win so um it was definitely a much different vibe this time around and a little bit more uh poised and confident and everything i guess were you happy that your like skill set was able to be showcased a little more this time or is this something that's brand new and you were just after the last tournament you were like Fuck it, we're good. coming back with a vengeance honestly more so the vengeance one and this is going to sound terrible on a podcast but like i thought after the first tournament that i played really well and all the credit went to others on the team even though wow. I Wow. Um, you know, that was a little bit on me for not trying my hardest at times and like watching it back. I was like, oh, shit, like I, I should have done more there. But um, yeah, I mean, I came out of the first tournament thinking I'm the best player here other than the worm burners. And <laughs> second tournament, the goal was to show that um, we ran up the score a couple times. So tried to tone it down a little bit after that. <laughs> but uh, no, it's all good fun. I mean, mission accomplished. I You were... By far, I mean, just from my incredibly unofficial stats, you know, like you look at this and by f I think you, it's you and Corwin are the only ones to have uh, goal percentages o in the 300s, which was shots on tar goals over shots on target. Mm -hmm. You know, like it was by far you had that much. You were obviously on a team where the regular shots on target percentage was over. 500 for everyone mm -hmm. closest person to 10 goals in the tournament you know really it was good, it was really unbelievable it was a <laughs> day at the office what, what was the vibe on the court in the warehouse after that game where you guys ran up the score was was there anyone that was like a little too much guys because i'm i'm on record saying that i love when teams do that and just like step on the other one's throat when they're winning yeah, I mean, honestly, not really. Um, I think Steve said it in a video, like we knew goal differential was the only thing that could oh, right. get us first place there. So the yeah. goal was like, hey, score this game because yeah. um, we, we think that they're not going right. to score many goals. After the game, K-Mac was kicking himself for letting in the two that he did. Like he was mm -hmm. he was very upset and it was like, it's okay, bro. We scored 11. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, I mean, that one like... I don't know if we play that game again. It could end up with 15 goals because Kane was so good in the first period, or we could end up with five because Kane is Kane. Um, right. So that was just a, that was a weird game. It was a fun game. But, I mean, um, similar to the first tournament, having Jules to pass to, um, having Chelsea to pass to in that game, like you saw the passing plays. Like that's, that's what floorball is when you get the ball movement side to side. Um, and because they played pretty Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? I, I don't know. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. <laughs> Unprecedented. What was that? I don't, I don't know. know. What just happened? You're getting too close to the truth. You you, you got too excited. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know where I was going. I just got told <laughs> this is voice I, only. 
Anyway. Wow. But That's yeah, amazing. you're talking about um, how you had the passing game going with, with, with Chelsea and all that. Yeah, I, I think that game as much as any, like, Chelsea in particular with me had the the passing plays going and like that's that's how you win floorball games so that one was just super fun like Kane is such a good goalie like I never would have predicted we score 11 goals on yeah. him um, but it, it was also a low scoring game for the first half I think it was three nothing halfway through the game um, Drew slashed me I got a little bit angry in one of the replay angles and then after that I think scored three if not four straight goals <laughs> so that was a little bit I had to reel it back in after that but uh, that yeah. was Drew uh, mentioned that yeah, he he woke he woke the bear in me a little bit, but uh, no, I love Drew. We it's all good. Did you pick up that they got your uh, your goals wrong in that game? I did. I did. I knew it. Um, I knew it when we were live that weekend. Um, they kept saying we were tied, and I was like, I'm not gonna be the the guy that goes. Oh no, I'm I'm leading with goals. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, it was. I find it so in your team was so interesting in terms of personality because you have Chelsea and Steve who were first time in the warehouse, like just very, I'm happy to be here type of guys. You had you who like first game interviews, you were very much like that. And then you were like, no, I'm going <laughs> to full on bring out the bravado. And then you had mm-hmm. K-Mac who is K-Mac, K-Mac yeah. you know? So like, <laughs> I guess... Were you expecting your full personality to be coming out this time now that you are a, a two-time warehouse vet? Or were you just trying to be like, let's not make any enemies? <laughs> no, I think uh, I think a new personality would be shown a little bit more this time. I think last time is is trying not to step on any toes the first time we're there. And like we're, we're coming as fans of Jimmy and Jake the first tournament, right? Same right. as Steve was this time. Like Steve was the biggest Jim boy, Jimmy fanboy. Like he's <laughs> he was just so in awe seeing him and like that. As much as it plays out over the course of what, a month it airs, um, it's filmed in three days. So like you really don't have that time to get comfortable and get to know people, I guess, Mm -hmm. as much. Mm -hmm. So those first timers, they're nervous for all three, four, five (laughs) games, whereas we were able to kind of settle in. And like you mentioned, K-Mac is literally just bravado. So um, (laughs) having him there, like that just calmed everybody's nerves and made us settle in because he's the way he is. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a reason why you you all didn't wear the cup? You should have all worn it, or at least taken turns. Unbelievable, Brendan. Unbelievable. Too big? (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. That's going to be the only clip we, we put out there. (laughs) <laughs> That's the only. We're only. This is gonna be a five second episode, everyone. <laughs> uh, speaking of just your players and your team dynamic, though, is Chelsea just the nicest person ever? Yeah. 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 Okay. No, he's <laughs> a question. If if Chelsea heard a fly, she would apologize and she'd go like feed its family for the next five years and like take care of it. Like Chelsea is, yeah, she's just that's the way she is. She's so kind and and quiet and polite. But um, I was so happy to see her skill come through in a lot of those games and like mm-hmm. especially afterwards, like in the comments, seeing her get the recognition was like the best part because we all knew she's a stud, but like. You know, she's not putting herself out there like K-Mac is in interviews, so sometimes people don't right. gravitate towards it and otherwise, but I absolutely love seeing her get the, the credit she deserved because she's, uh, she's the best. Yeah. Well, speaking of getting credit, <clears throat> coming from somebody who really, you're the first person we've had on here who's like a real hockey person. So who do you think in the entire tournament didn't get the credit that they deserved and like didn't doesn't have to be on Mac Flurry. It could be anybody. Anybody in the entire tournament where you were like, Hey, nobody's really talking about this person and they're fucking kicking ass. A good question. I'm gonna give you one answer from McFlurry first is Steve. Um oh, Steve was unbelievable. He's he's not the most athletic, so people don't drive to him. He's not the loudest when he's out there, so people don't gravitate to him, like I said, with the interviews and stuff. But if you watch the games back, he is in the right position ninety-nine percent of the game, and that's the single biggest thing with a team sport like that. Like basketball, soccer, hockey, you don't have the ball or the puck, I guess. 99% of the time. So it's all right. about where you're standing. And that's where he was able to just be in the right spot, use a stick, use the lanes. And that would send Chelsea and I the other way on a two on one and, and get us going. So um, Steve was like 
the most crucial part of the team <laughs> at some times there, like just the way he was able to break up plays and get us rolling the other way. Um, and then the other end, I think um, Corwin too, like he definitely got some love. He had some nice goals, but like between games, stick handling, like me, Corwin shooting around with Pavel, like Corwin is nasty. It, it didn't, it didn't come through every game. I think again, he's kind of settling into the nerves and stuff there a little bit initially. But he is—he is so skilled. If he's back next year, he will go on a tear. Yeah, I think it's very. I'm excited to see how everybody like levels up to next mm-hmm. year because, like, we saw it with you coming in um, with a new expectation of like how to play and really like going to that MVP level. If we can get everybody back. Mm. <clears throat> Which I know is not necessarily the best for yeah. uh, for content purposes because you always want new fans coming in I and think whatnot. You want like a, a good amount of returnees though, because even for for me as a right. fan, like it's fun to be able to root for someone that you now are familiar with from last year too. Yeah, right, I like that. Line. Exactly. Um, but like, I guess b- before we go too far into this, without asking this question, can you just tell you us and night? anybody listening? What did you have for dinner last night? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us and everybody uh, listening um, what your hockey background is and how you think, like, what you took from that into floorball and what you kind of had to leave behind that you weren't expecting to leave behind? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I think um, hockey background, I've been playing since I was two. Um, that's what happens in Canada. You. <laughs> out and you put skates on and away you go so um, i mean i've been skating since i could walk or, or playing road hockey or everything so um yeah I, I played my whole life at a a pretty high level i played junior hockey i played um very competitive levels of coached like hockey's hockey's right. always been everything for me were um, you a uh, a winger center or defender defenseman defenseman which is a little bit different than my role in floorball but yeah, I, think I wasn't expecting that for sure hmm. I think the biggest thing you can take from that is when you're a defenseman, um, you know, people always think about hitting, blocking shots, whatever, in hockey as a defenseman. But in reality, you're 10 to 20 feet back from the forwards. So you're almost like a quarterback where you see the whole field a lot more. Mm-hmm. And that's where your vision, your passing comes into play more. So um, I was always a, a pass first defenseman, kind of quarterbacking power play, standing up top, looking for the lanes. And I think that's what you see come through in floorball is finding those passing plays, finding the stretch plays. Um, that's the thing that you take. And then the thing that I maybe struggled with the first tournament, reeled it in the second tournament, um, and you saw Reagan struggle with it, but also embrace it is like, I'm running into the corner with this person. How do I not put them through the boards? Um, <laughs> that kind of mindset. Like last year, I think I probably had six or eight stick infractions last year. And every time I was like, Dan, you know that's not a penalty. And he's like, but floorball it is, man. And I'm like, shit, you're right. Like there's just a lot of um, a lot of positioning using your body and especially the stick um, in ice hockey or, or most forms of hockey you can lift the stick right so if right. if mm-hmm. yours is here i can come under knock it up take the puck or ball you can't touch the stick at all so that's the single biggest adjustment and i very much struggled with that the mm-hmm. first year <laughs> and having it uh higher than your hip is a bad thing right like then you like you did one of those uh what they call the the michigans we learned on this podcast and you, you had your Michigan, stick above yes. your hip or something that didn't count yeah so it can't be above your knee and floorball which oh, wow. makes that move almost impossible right. um again i told draft dan to just let the kids play on that one make it fun, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was up. that was the right call i got it up too high um yeah super popular play in hockey because your stick can go up to the crossbar of the net which is right no idea four four feet tall four and a half i don't know so um yeah that's a that's a big one too is you can't play it above your knee okay so i guess then what was the change in play from floorball one to floorball two knowing all this like your background in hockey and the fact that you know it's a decently easy transition from hockey to floorball minus like you said touching the sticks and bringing it up a little too high uh going in the first time obviously was the get used to the rules mm-hmm. part of the game or part of the uh part of your experience and then this time it was making these minor floorball specific tweaks so what were those, I guess, coming into this one? 
Yeah, I think it's a lot of those stick battles, not being aggressive, not forcing things there. Um, and then I think the one thing that, that Jimmy talked a lot about McFlurry power in general is that we played slow um, and that he wanted she to play us like. because we played slow. Yeah. Um, but like that was that was the plan. Like I think Chelsea and I in particular were both confident that like if we play slow and we just stand here with the ball and wait for something to happen, you're not going to take it from us. Mm-hmm. Like we, we don't have to go force something because you're not going to get the ball off of us. Right. That was kind of the strategy. So we have play. better stick like, handling than you and we can pass and catch like you guys can't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Stand back and um, in hockey or, or any sport like that, the, the verbiage is always to make the defense when make the first move, right? So like stand back until somebody gets out of position. Again, we saw it a lot in the hook line game. Like somebody yeah. gets out of position, then boom, it's two quick yeah. passes and it's in the net. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's letting the play come to you, um, wait for them to mess up and then capitalize. Mm-hmm. So who's the better stick handler, you or Chelsea? Oh, Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Chelsea. No, no hesitation. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you heard what we were saying like during the games, but we like fully believe Chelsea could slowly walk from one end of the floor to the other and just dribble Dice through everybody. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, her uh her hands, her IQ with it too is is insane. Like she is um game wise, skill wise, powerful plays for the national team. He's sick, he's amazing. Right. But trick shot skill stick handling wise chelsea is so much closer to pavel than people realized like mm-hmm. she is insane but it's interesting because i feel like since she's like a hockey person how often does she do these tricks often with like hockey balls it, it seems like it would be a hockey balls? thing to adjust to yeah what was that brendan hockey balls deck <laughs> like they have like them in deck, deck hockey they play with balls sometimes yep. yeah um she she does it mostly with pucks um but definitely um hockey balls or deck balls <laughs> or, or anything like that too deck yeah balls. she's She's insane. Like um, that stuff's transferable because that is hand eye that none of the three of us were born with and yeah. will never attain. So um, <laughs> no, she's she's amazing in that stuff. Yeah, man, different level. So who uh, who would you say as essentially the superstar forward in this tournament? I would say outside of like Pavel, you had every skill set. Because even like I don't want to talk bad about anybody, but even later on we kind of saw people figure Chelsea out and how to like stop her, which is a little unfair to say. like double teaming her. Right. The only way to stop her was like, Oh, I guess I just got to pass it to somebody else. That's fine. Exactly. Like, but we, nobody, there was never really any time where I could confidently say like they figured Nick out, you know, but there has to be a toughest opponent, you know? So who do you think was the toughest opponent for you to face defensively? And why do you think that is? Uh, Reagan, 100%. Um, I think 40 seconds into our first game against them, I beat her up the wall for a breakaway goal. And then in the remainder of that game and the next game, I didn't beat her once. So <laughs> she's yeah, she was just, um, again, that hockey IQ, the positioning that she has and the ability to play physical and get away with it. She was uh, she was the toughest to play against for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the key is not letting them figure you out once they know like there's a couple teams that had a couple set plays and it's like oh know what they're gonna do here yeah if you can keep that element of surprise and keep them guessing i think that was the key mm-hmm. i feel like i keep forgetting that reagan was a professional defenseman you know yeah she's... <laughs> it's kind of like oh that's right there's a reason she's so good yeah and in the beginning too i feel like she's <laughs> since she was like the hockey player on the team she did play a little bit more up and then realized like let me just play my forte a little more yeah, Networks. yeah, no, she she could have played more offense, I think, than she ended up. Mm-hmm. Um, like skill wise, she very well could have and should have been higher in goals and in points, probably. Yeah. But yeah, playing against her on defense is a yeah. nightmare, and in real hockey, it would only be worse <laughs> because then she's gonna lay your ass out. Right. So did that did that make Wega Ice your your most difficult opponent, or did you pick some on a different team? Yeah, we, we said after the first game of the tournament, I think K-Max said it in the post-game presser, that like, they're the best team other than us. We're going to see them again in the championship. Wow. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think that was for sure the way that it was going to shake out. And um, the baggage game, uh, somebody's beside me, so I'm careful of what I say. <laughs> but, um, the score was a lot closer than that game was to me. Um, right. The second period, I must have had 
10 shots. Like, I, yeah. I should have scored if we lost that. That was solely on me. Um, so that one was a close game, but compared to we got ice it was one shot was the difference in both of those and right yeah those. So were I, I do remember the big game too of watching and being like even even though they got really close it it still it still felt out of reach pretty much the whole time yeah they got close late um we got a little tired in all honesty and and it showed um we were chasing it a little much but yeah there was like two three minutes in the second period where i was like okay this this is our game and mm-hmm. yeah right. and it was were, were, so <laughs> did you like we talked about this a lot here I don't know if you heard but we thought from the whole tournament pretty much until the playoffs that we thought the two best teams were Max Flurry Power and Woogas so is was you guys rating We Got Ice so highly just like you didn't believe in the hype you thought that Woogas just had one like dominant dominant first game but they were really closer to the rest of the pack or was it you guys like noticed oh we got ice is good but they're nowhere near their best after that first game yeah i wukas is good don't get me wrong corwin and and luke especially they can both score and they both come from that hockey background so they're out there making plays together um but i i think like Full team wise, we got ice was the scariest, and mm-hmm. and you look at their game against Wugas. DZ had two goals, I think, including the the OT winner there. Yeah. Like, it, it, we got ice was they all played the same way, if that makes sense. It was all aggressive, it was all speed, and that's what you right. need is that kind of team cohesiveness. So, yeah, I think we got ice. Like I said, from that first game, K Mac and I said, like, hey, it's it's us, and we got ice. Interesting. What good intuition from you guys. <laughs> hey, yeah. Telling a story here. Hockey brains. <laughs> Hockey brains. Hockey brains. Yeah, I want to say we got ice if you're like building a Super Mario Strikers team. We got ice was like you had three Luigi's on it. Or like three like medium kind of even like well rounded players where other teams had like two shoot was you had like two Donkey Kongs at the front. And then maybe like a toad in the back. What a crazy analogy, Brendan. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if Corwin and Luke would like that comparison. <laughs> what an absolutely insane! Like I, I don't know if I'd say Donkey Kong. I'd Donkey probably Kong's say the more technical, the more technical, not just power shots. I mean, they were having, they were getting really good passes off too. Okay, I'll give you them. Know? Uh, Man, Brendan, unbelievable. Everyone, everyone agreed with podcast. me. <laughs> Get Brendan off this podcast. He can't stop talking about I'm Mario Strikers. Sick of him. He all he does is talk about Mario Strikers. <laughs> he loves that damn game. It's unbelievable. Did you ever play Mario Nick Strikers, Nick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had it. Uh, I had it on GameCube. That was uh, that was the game That's for the years. Monster. I was right. Great was game. a Mario guy. Cop out, but That's hey, a... somebody's got to be. My brother was too, and my brother is f- fucking best. I swear to God, the best player at any Mario game ever. I don't know. Understand how he does it. There was okay. So my brother is a doctor, right? He went to two Ivy League schools, one for medical school, one for undergrad. And when he was in Cornell, he would play Mario Strikers with his roommates. Once one of his roommates got better than him, he stayed he up rooms. all night. No, he stayed up all night just practicing <laughs> until he could absolutely dominate yeah. this guy that the next like day. That sounds like doctor mentality. That's Dr. Andrew. <laughs> Everybody, if you need heart surgery, go to my brother. <laughs> Pronto, just show up at his house. He said, I need it now. <laughs> but moving on, were you kind of upset that you didn't get to play Wugas or Lovias for that matter? But Lovias, I feel like there would be another hook line situation going on. Mm, yeah. I, I do I do agree with that <laughs> statement the without sentiments. saying it from my <laughs> Yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it. I think it shook out well for us. Um, the game's built up there, and yeah, it would have been a good game against Wugas. I'm still very confident in uh, the Purple Squad, but uh, yeah, that would have been a good game for good reason. I think we all were. I think it would. It would have been hard to pick anybody but you guys in in any matchup this time around. You think you got to shake up the team, or do you think that everybody else is like, no, keep them. We want to beat them the way they are. Yeah, I mean, we were very good. We are very confident now. 
But if I'm baggage or we got ice, I'm sitting there saying we only lost by one. Fuck them. And yeah. that's probably the mentality. Probably- and I think it would it would be very tough to uh, run it back a second time in a row and, and win again. Um, so we'll have to see. I'm sure nobody wants us to do that. So it's a great answer knowing Sam's in the room because that first, the first half of that I was like wow she probably hates this so much as listening to him talk about how great McFlurry power was all <laughs> tournament long so good to sprinkle in like they only lost by one not so bad Very definitely smart the superior shade of blue <laughs> and that's a real stretch saying purple's a shade of blue but I needed to use it's it a, for it's the a cousin, joke it's a cousin color it, I need, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cousin color hey magic pendulum what? Nobody understands that <laughs> reference. No, 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 no. Don't get it. It just came out. It was a game for the PlayStation 2 about colors. It was ridiculous. Sounds good. Sorry, guys. Uh, I was going to say, though, that to your point, Peter, uh, to both your points, McLeary Power wasn't like a, as dominant as Warren Burners, though, so I feel like that would keep the team together just because you guys were, were great. But there were, like you saying, there was, there was teams that were only in a couple goals of you guys so it wasn't like that team was just absurd and way too over overpowered uh where you guys were just definitely team a but uh the team's yeah. knocking on the door right there they're just yeah. gonna say nick has to play with a kid stick next year yeah yeah, yeah. no problem and chelsea yeah and chelsea. yeah i don't know it'll be interesting it'll be interesting chelsea has to play with the stick of somebody who's seven feet tall and nick has to play with a kid stick and that's the <laughs> that's what next year is gonna be Steve dangles on stilts Steve Dangles on stilts. <laughs> Wearing Kim Max shock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, weighing him down. If you had to have somebody else, like, switch up the positions, right? Who's going in goal? I'm putting you on the spot. For, for our team? For your team. You're the manager. Oh. Who's going in goal? I think Steve would willingly do it whereas chelsea and i would be standing there shaking our heads a little bit no what'd you guys say i, I, I think i'm going through a tunnel yeah. yeah chelsea's doing her trick shot no <laughs> so yeah i i think i think steve would be the most open-minded to it we might have to twist his arm a little bit but he'd, he'd do it for the team because he's just a team guy yeah i think if you put chelsea or you in goal you just play empty net the entire game you just play five people on the floor <laughs> no goalie but you still wear the I would like to see that strategy used a little bit more next year. Right. Um, Klein got a goal when they did it with Kane out. Kane's mm. pretty good in his own right, so that yeah. makes yes. sense. Yeah. Um, we saw Dalton come out. We saw Jack come out. And they're able to get back into their net pretty quick, right? Right, right. So, as long as I guess they have to toss. Well, Jack, I don't know if you had to oh toss a stick. God. I guess you do because you just you want hands. Yeah. Kane fucking <laughs> fired it against the wall. I, this, this image is burned into my mind where Kane was going back, threw it so hard that it hit off the wall and came yeah. back onto the field of play. The way that they friendly would incredible. get rid of the sticks, it must be that you can't have a stick as a goalie, right? That must be. Just you they you like can't they really have a stick it. if you try to make a, a goalie type motion or whatever. Right, right, right. Okay. Right. Hence the like, yeah, absolutely I think that would be a good thing. strategy. If you got 30 seconds left in the second period and Chelsea and I are controlling the ball down in the offensive zone, bring yeah. K-Mac up. Like in, in hockey, you can't because the goalie's wearing 100 pounds of equipment and has to skate right. 65 feet to the bench. That's the main in thing this, stopping you. You can just take five steps, throw your stick like Jack. Good strategy. I, I would see a whole period of that. I never never registered with me that it's 100 pounds of equipment. <laughs> it's not <laughs> tight, but it, it feels like it when it's on. It's 100. Man. Let's see. Let's look it up. Brendan, keep talking. I'm going to look it up. Um, it's probably going to be like 10. I, I want to guess it's, it would be like... Three pounds? I guess 30 pounds. That's, that's my final guess. It's just so hard to move in, even if it's yeah, just clunky. Light, you know? Yeah, I think this has to be wrong. What is it? What are you getting? Four point nine pounds. <laughs> there's no way. There's there's no shot. Okay, between forty and fifty pounds. Yeah. All right. So, Brendan, you're wrong. Nick got closer without being under. So that's how we that's how we rate things that's here. That's how we rate things. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Oh my goodness! If you could make one rule change, what is it? Um. Wow. Get it. It could be anything. It could be as creative as like the Pavel play was this year. It could be something that's not like let's bring this from hockey. It could be something like you yell out, "Huh, 
pirate and everybody else has to hop on one leg. And oh, that, like I that. have one then in that case. I, I want there to be, regardless of the, whether they add ice. Well, you're to not the or guest, not, Brendan. I'm going to answer anyway. I'm going to give them time to think. Um, they should add a Zamboni, like some some sort of like floor ball Zamboni. That That's not, like the Zamboni's periods. not during the play. It's a rule change, <laughs> Maybe <Brendan>. it is. <laughs> this is why we ask the guest questions and not you. Now with this question, he's going to have such a good answer after having this uh, time to stall. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, I genuinely came up with a better idea while you were saying whatever <laughs> that you was. say, you get a Zamboni. <laughs> um, Same answer. I will say I do like the one that I, I think is happening. I think Jimmy's talked about it of um, the end walls being in play instead of boards next Ooh, year. Yeah. We'll see how that plays. I think it helps everybody, but I really think that helps the skilled players. Like... Right. I can have Chelsea sitting down beside the net and I just shoot it down as hard as I want and it's going to stay in play and Chelsea can be there right away. Like, right. I think that will lead to a lot of goals. Um, so I'm very excited Probably. for that one. Kudos to Jimmy and crew for that. Yeah, um, less stoppages. I guess. Rebounds. Rebounds are everything because how many shots did you see miss the net? Like right. two inches and then all of a sudden you don't have the ball anymore. Now, if you can win that ball back and keep the pressure. Um, and they love like warehouseifying this any sport they can too, just using the walls. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be a really good one. And then the other one it sounds kind of silly explaining it. So bear with me, but uh, like when you're kids and you're doing a scrimmage in hockey practice or whatever, if you get a penalty shot, say you're starting on the red line here, the whole team lines up behind you on the blue line and chases you down while you go to take your penalty shot. So oh. instead of sending somebody to the box for a stick infraction or a stick penalty, I would love to set somebody up at center ice for a penalty shot like we did in the opening shootouts, mm -hmm. have the three opposition line up behind them and chase them down the floor. Um, oh. have, a, have a penalty shot every time. I think so that would be very fun. you can't just stall. You right. can't just play, make it a suspense game for the goalie. Ooh. Yeah, there's no 30 second. There's no delay. It's you better get down in there and score or it's coming back the other way. That is fun. Hmm. Oh, I love yeah. that. Thank I you. Even, I hope my you. hand explanation was good enough for the audio. It, oh, it was, <laughs> uh, it was perfect. It was, it's a chase. <laughs> chase <laughs> That's yeah. all it is. Oh, With my weapons. goodness. That's so, I mean, so, so exciting. Vote in the comments whether you think Zamboni or whatever the hell that was is the better Brandon. answer. Brandon. Could you imagine goals. having to take a penalty shot knowing that, like, Drew is hunting you down? It's, yeah, <laughs> right, right. And if Pavel's out there, too, and you got Drew, Courtney, oh and Pavel chasing you down, <laughs> Pat chasing you down, and then Kane's in net, like, uh, my, oh my heart God. would be racing. <laughs> oh, I think for visual, too, that, that is very visually appealing. Very good for content or video, I think, yeah, for sure. Get, a, get an angle from the back. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That would be incredible. <laughs> For all the hype videos they do too. Oh my goodness! Who knows? Maybe somebody from John Boy is listening now and heard that yeah. great idea. <laughs> she hates when I talk about my winnings. <laughs> oh my goodness! What a great time. So, was it ever a thing? I was talking about this with my friend. Was it ever a thing in NHL where uh, it's five on five? And then when they go to overtime, it was four on four. And then if they went to second overtime, it was three on three. Was that ever a thing? Um, in kids hockey, for sure. In the NHL in 2015 or 2016, they made overtime automatically three on three. And that's okay. what it is today. When it started almost eight, ten years ago, it was unreal it was so fast paced it was all offense it's all chances and just kind of run and gun um yeah. now it's very coached up it's kind of like how yeah. i was saying we play floorball if you don't have a lane curl back and wait right. and um so it's definitely slowed down but yeah when it first came in 2015 2016 it was all guns out offense that makes sense i think for a rule for overtime if it goes to overtime for next tournament you do that starts at four on four 30 seconds, each team yep. takes one off. 30 seconds, takes another off until it's like just two people uh, dying of exhaustion, I guess. Mm -hmm. What happens, just to push the thinking, if you get a penalty at one-on-one -on -one there? Can we chase them? Chase them. It you always goes back to the him. chase. <laughs> chase them. I really like the chase legitimately. I yeah, really no, like it, the chase. It is fun. But if they get a penalty, I'd say that person's out for the rest of the game, and you have to get one of the people you took off before 
in. I guess the other the other team can get a sub out too if like they want fresh legs. But uh I love this chase idea. All I could think about is this yeah, chase. I want to go outside idea. and chase. They should do that in the NHL. So if I saw walking their dog. You guys want to meet outside after this. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. You know what's nuts? I never I'm not a hockey fan, right? I uh my wife absolutely hates the physicality of hockey, so I haven't watched it since I lived with my parents. Hates the physicality uh, of it how? Just like fights, the fist fights. fights. Uh, how yeah, does she it happen hates that often though? Fight. It happens often enough that whenever Kristen's watching, she sees it. So, <laughs> okay. Like, I mean, that's, that's the reason it's happening. That's the reason. Just like, I think Kristen, Kristen's watching. Kristen's watching. My brother today, like, I have a couple players that I like. My brother's a Rangers fan, so I like kind of like the Rangers. My favorite player of all time, can you guess who it is? It's kind of like a meme, but it's also like this guy was. Uh... Here's a hint I'm a short guy, so I really liked. This player, Ovechkin, got it, nailed it. No. And he was on the Rangers. Technically, I don't think he ever played for the senior squad, but he was know. signed signed for the Hartford Wolfpack primarily for you would know him for the Sabers, the Hurricanes, and the Wild, I believe. Nathan Gerby. There you go. <laughs> I love Brendan. Nathan Gerby is a professional hockey player who's five foot or was I should five say foot four. Yeah. Five foot four. Holy shit. And Matthew, Matthew sent me like a Nathan Gerby highlight video today. That's Hi. crazy. That's a really, I mean, I guess on skates, he's what, five foot seven, eight? I, I actually, I probably watched the same one. I just saw one yesterday. It, it's insane. Like he's going awesome. against guys who are six two, six three, and just <laughs> laying them <laughs> Brendan, up. Holy shit. There's literally, it, it's. <laughs> There's a player who's like 6'3", and you see him just skate at him and jump and knock him down. <laughs> it's absolutely... If you saw this guy, you'd understand why he's my favorite. It's just like... Especially for like a non-hockey fan to see something so outlandish. Well, it's like if you have like MLB The Show or the or NHL games or, or the Madden games, and you're just like, let's create the most ridiculous looking player of all. There's right, a picture right. of somebody. I don't know if it's real or not. There's a picture of one of his teammates like on his knees and Nathan Gerby standing and they're like the same height. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way it's real, but it's one of the funniest pictures I've ever right. seen. It's like if you're yeah, if you're playing like uh 2K and you want to make like a Nate Robinson type character, you want to make somebody that's like 4 feet tall but that can dunk really easily. And dunk. Yeah. Exactly. Oh there's um there's one that you got to look up then um nathan gerby there was there was a big fighter named john scott when he was in buffalo um nathan gerby puts on his helmet in the penalty box and it like just comes down to his eyes you can't see him <laughs> like a little kid <laughs> this is ridiculous this real it really is what it looks like brendan number 32 great number that's yep. so funny. Oh, Brendan, you got to look this guy up when we're done because it's like it looks like somebody took Photoshop to the That's NHL. So it's nuts. This guy, it's a picture of him. I guess this, what number was Zidane Chara 33? Yes. Yep. So there's a picture of him next to Zidane Chara, who is famously a fucking giant. And like, I think he was like six, seven or something. Mm-hmm. And Nathan Kirby is standing next to him. His head is below Zidane Chara's shoulders. So is, is it more dramatic than the Judge Altuve pictures? Oh, uh, so that's a pretty good comparison. Okay. Very similar. <laughs> pretty good comparison. But yeah, I would love somebody who's like four foot nine. I bet he has like a, like a fucking six foot five wife that just tosses him around. You <laughs> <laughs> can only hope. I would I love somebody. So curious where you were going. <laughs> oh my God. Exactly where you thought. I would love somebody teeny tiny to be in floorball or just huge. Well, I mean, Jesse Blake kind of had the huge down. That's oh, true. yeah. Oh, man. We forget, I keep forgetting That's about true. that team because we don't get a lot of loveyas. We don't. We didn't get a lot of loveyas. Uh, I would you like to. I would like to talk to Jesse or Sarah. We already talked to Dalton. I don't want to do repeats until uh, Blitzball Battle 4, but I would love to talk to Jesse or Sarah because I want to talk to everybody from every team. Nobody really did bad this tournament. That's the thing. I like talking to people who take part in this stuff because it's really interesting to see uh, everybody's perspective. Yeah. And to yeah. get that personality out there. Because when you're, like, let's be honest, I've, this is rude to say, but like when you're Love is and you're losing every single game, 
you kind of don't have the opportunity to be that happy, like, hey, we did it team type of attitude. Right. And I'd love to get that personality out there. 100%. I mean, like, I think one of the biggest cliches in sports is winning spurs confidence, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's where it comes from. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were getting more comfortable in our pressers as we were <laughs> racking up nine-goal wins. Um, you know, that's kind of just how yeah. it goes. It's just, Famously it's like- winning for... Uh, Canadian healthcare. Yes. That's who you were playing for. That's who you're playing for. <laughs> if you lost, yeah. I think you would have lost the healthcare, but I'm glad you kept it for, you all, lost for it. the whole country. Yeah, it would have taken away my health. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really, it's like we're watching the Yankees all season long. All of the whole storyline was like, oh, you know, the clubhouse looks horrible. I'm like, well, they're losing. They're not going to be like happy. <laughs> what do you want? Imagine the narrative if they were. Yeah, ba- also a bad narrative. <laughs> yeah. But like you were saying, great. Peter, too, like we had Drew Davis on a couple episodes ago. A team that did not do well, and he's like just a happy-go-lucky, funny, funny guy. Yeah, you know? psychopath. Drew's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, and like you'd never know it. Did you Did you hear what he said he did for dinner? I'm ne- yeah. I'm never gonna, <laughs> not gonna get, get over, over it. <laughs> I'm never gonna get over this. Drew said to us that he loves cooking. He's like, oh, so I love cooking, man. It's so great. And we're like, oh, what's your go-to meal? He said ground beef with honey and blueberries. We said, Drew, tell you, Drew, that's not cooking. True. <laughs> it's just taking everything in your pantry Absolutely and cooking ground not. beef and putting it in a fucking blender. The way that he delivered it made it sound like he was cooking the ground beef. And like at the end of the cooking, he's like, let's throw some blueberries in there. So it was hot blueberries. That's not what he meant. He, so, the blueberries <laughs> were very much on the side. But the way he said it, I was just like, what the fuck are they doing in Michigan? He, he says that, too, that he will put blueberries on the side of everything he makes. For the most part, he sent us a picture of his dinner. Four days ago on Instagram, I, I'll, I'll put this on the camera so you can see it. But it's just like there steak with a ramekin full of blueberries. <laughs> it's like you get at a normal steak. No, he was just slurping honey behind the camera. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just instead of a cup of water, just like a big cup of like thick, thick honey. Drew's such a fun guy. Yeah, he's oh, but as happy-go-lucky as it gets. He's awesome. But that's like what it is, you know? Like that's the whole charm of the warehouse is all these personalities. I think like... We've talked about this before. There's never been like a miss. Everybody who's been in the warehouse has had a great personality. And like, there's people like, let's say, DZ, just looking at the players right now. DZ, Pat, Jesse, Sarah. That's it, really. Who haven't really had their, or I guess, um, Lauren and Courtney as well, haven't really had their like time in the sun. To really showcase how like dope of a person they are and how fun of a person they are, mm-hmm. and I would love to see more of them. Is, is there anyone happy. that you you hit it off with that you didn't know going into this tournament? Um, I know you said it's a quick weekend though, so I get that. Well, we know that Drew hit him. That's true. <laughs> Good joke, Pete. Thanks. I basically sat by myself and didn't socialize and just focused on winning. <laughs> Like it's, um, that's an that's a champion answer right there. No, <laughs> I, I, think, I think the beauty of tournaments are I don't know where I'm going with that, but like two teams play, so you sit with somebody else, and then another two teams mm-hmm. play, so you're sitting with somebody that's else. Fun. So you you're forced to meet everybody and talk to everybody, and right. and that's the best part, right? Is you you come out of it knowing 20 people that you didn't know three days ago. That's the coolest part, and um, I mean I, I knew Pavel pretty well. Vibes, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like. I've known Pavel pretty well for a while, but like getting to watch him play what he's so good at. And like, he's another one that I watched every week on YouTube as a kid growing up. So like getting to see him up close and and same with Steve, like that is the most memorable for me of like, those are the people I watch for enjoyment when I'm not watching Blitzball Boys. Um, Oh, what a plug. Just rewatching episodes over and over again. (laughs) These fucking guys. (laughs) Just a loop of we're going to kick his ass. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, what a time. All right. Brendy, you good with me going into the final two? Hit it. You, you might be prepared for this one now. You might you might Were know. you prepared for it? Do you know what we're gonna ask? I, I have a I have a sneaking suspicion. Okay. So number one, we're asking this to everybody who's coming on for an interview. If you could create an all-star team, not not an all-star team, like a fantasy team, but you're not allowed to repeat teams. So, like, you're on this team. Nobody from McFlurry could be on this team. You pick Sam. Nobody else from Baggage can be on this team. Who 
would be the other three players on your team and who would be playing what position? No K-Mac, you're really kind of screwing me out the gates there. Yeah, um, listen, there were other good goalies. No K-Mac, though. <laughs> no K-Mac. There's no K-Mac, that's true. That's very um, true. Let me come back on goalies. I, <clears throat> I mentioned him earlier. I definitely want Corwin. Um, I think I'd feed really well off him and, and him the same as me. He's very similar to Chelsea, who you're not letting me pick. Um, uh-huh. Oh, there's also you, you don't have to pick any girls if you don't want to. You can, and if you want to, there's no limit on them. If so you, you don't, could. We'll make sure you're shamed on social media. Yeah, we will make sure you're shamed and canceled, though. Yeah. So. We don't have to. Yeah, I, I know how clips. Be careful. On it, so. <laughs> no, I. Um, I'd say my best two teammates the last two years were each girl, so I, I got to pick one. Um, there's one sitting in a room over here that I would enjoy Boo, to play with. Pandering. Um, so I could mention her. Um, obviously, would like to have Reagan on my team instead of playing against her too, though. Yeah, so right. that would be my choice after uh, Sam. Um, so Corwin, Sam, you're not letting me pick K-Mac, which is kind of horseshit. And pick um, K-Mac or Lucas, who I would say is arguably the second best goalie in the tournament. Lucas is good. Um, I'm going to go with Kane. I'm going to go with K-Mac. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to go with K-Mac, actually. <laughs> I put some thought into this. I'm thinking, you know what? Let's replace Corwin with Steve and Reagan with Chelsea. And that's what I think I'm going to take. <laughs> or Give Sam with Chelsea. Jerseys and a trophy. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think K-Mac's amazing. Like, he's genuinely very good. I think he had an off game or two. Um... People don't talk about it. He recently had a kid. So Whoa. You know, wow. he he was probably a little tired, probably hadn't been practicing as much as he should have been. Mm-hmm. Um Oakland Sinkers paid the price for that, but I have faith in my guy that he'd he'd practice if I drafted him. Yeah. All right. Yep. Wow, what a good team. So in summation, who's who's playing what positions? Who's playing the defenseman position and who forwards? Um forward will be Corwin, Sam, and myself. Goalie. Oh. Will be- no, no uh, defense. Nice. No defense. Three yeah, forward. If you, if you have three runners like that. I think you're good. I. It's a small court. I don't Honestly. think you need somebody hanging back if you can control the ball all game. So I'm here to change the way that floorball is coached. Nice. Wow. And we, we, we've seen That's Kane crazy. be useful outside the net. So we can use my theory of using no goalie. There you go. No goalie chase. at all. <laughs> he'll just chase us around. That's now it. we're getting everybody's ideas. <laughs> Oh, man. What a good time. All right. Final question. I'd lost it for this a second. Most important Let question. Just... Most important question. We have a friend named Chris. He was on the semifinal episode. We got Ice versus Woogas um, to talk about the tournament. He He's an famously did not. He's an actual hockey fan. Famously did not watch any John Boy Media warehouse content, but asked questions to everybody until Floorball 2. And his he has a question for you. His question, he says in his text message, in the final game, you were definitely letting up a bit and weren't going full tilt. Was it because you were afraid someone was going to hurt you or were you annoyed that Ref Dan wasn't making any call? (laughs) (laughs) What a question. Chris is such an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he is. I think uh, I think in sports media they call that a non-player friendly question from a yeah. reporter. Definitely um, not. But I'll give I'll be fully honest with you. I don't read Chris's questions before I read them on the. Really? I ask him to send them and then I don't read. Well, there's sometimes well, I read the one. That's your rude. And we He's don't asked ask. the rude ones and I refuse to <laughs> ask those ones. But <laughs> there's this one I didn't read until just now. <laughs> It's a good question, Chris. Good question. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, definitely letting up at sometimes you want to make content at the end of the day, and it's all for fun. So, you know, I'm not running 100 miles an hour running through people there. There was some missed calls for sure. I would tell Ref Daniel that to his face. I think I did. <laughs> um, but no, good question, Chris. How, how much were you, you, were you chirping like... at the, the ref? Because like, from what you've been saying all day, it's like it seems like there was more chirping ref way than like we get to see as viewers it's not as much 
I'd say it's it's chirping when it's emotional slash when you're losing. Um, you're chirping at the ref a little bit more. I think when you're winning or when you're um, an, exper- an experienced negotiator of the referees, such as myself, okay. uh, I think it's just a little lot, uh, little conversations. Yeah. You That's know? fun, I, I would um, like to hear some more of that, even if it is like just someone being a sore loser i do like hearing that stuff or maybe like like you're saying more the uh the debate aspect would be interesting to hear too yeah and i think up. honestly it's 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 usually asking them what they saw <laughs> and I'm, I'm saying this more from hockey than from floorball but mm-hmm. like you're just asking them what you did wrong or what somebody didn't do for that to be a penalty like if you right. watch some of the i mean i'm hyper aware to it because it was me but like at the end of a bunch of periods i would walk right over to ref dan or like he'd be over where we're sitting and then you could see us talking or okay. um, you know i had my arm around him or his around me and asking him like what was what was that or what do i need to do for that to be a call or, or whatever right. right so you know it's it's little conversations it's when you are losing by a lot and you snap on them that things yeah. don't go <laughs> right it turns out no he's light. he's great and um have missed some calls but Kev's great too uh, but no ref ref dan really knows his shit and the fact that he's calling so much of that by himself is insane and none of the three of us could do it that's for sure yeah yeah and it's a busy court I mean, too there's a lot of people on a small court so it's a lot to see yeah, a lot of sticks. Like you get bunched up there on a on a PK or when Pavel's out there, and all of a sudden there's seven sticks in one corner, mm-hmm. and somebody's complaining about a slash, and he's like, "I don't know who did it." <laughs> right. I can't call somebody <laughs> out for that. Yeah. No, you can't. I mean, did you feel like you weren't going full tilt in the final? I didn't feel that way. I feel like it's a final for a reason. <laughs> you know, like these two teams are good. That's why they're here. I'm going to file that one under another non-player friendly question. Yeah. There was definitely. There, I think it's pretty player player friendly. You just go, yeah, no, I was going full. <laughs> right. And you, you, don't, you don't have to tell the truth. We're not the fucking media. We're not going to put this on ESPN. You know what I mean? We're just uh, at the end of the day. We're just a fucking bunch of guys who like watching YouTube. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, <laughs> there, there's definitely times in a tournament. You're not, you're not going hundred um, percent. Right. No, I think but the I final it was lock it up. I don't think you could single out that final no. game. I'm, I'm going to go back to that like, last period and then trying. find you walking the court, and I'm going to put that up there with the promotion. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, the promotion. That. The speed tracker on there. Anything <laughs> under five mile an hour, send <laughs> it to me. Nick was dogging it in the final? <laughs> Question mark. MVP. And cursing <laughs> out Dan like a sore loser. <laughs> MVP. We're gonna we're gonna get a picture of you looking kind of angry, and then Photoshop your face red, beat red. (laughs) (laughs) Remember this, everyone. Things you didn't see. Nick argued his way to a championship. (laughs) We're gonna go full blown conspiracy theory. Oh my goodness. This is incredible. Everything's being taken out of context. Ever since you ditched us and ended the call midway through the interview, <laughs> everything's getting taken out of context. Right, and I've been playing this Nick Bowen's character and going back and forth like a lunatic. It's just, it's just been an impression this whole time. It's just been an impression. Brennan's really good at video I'm editing. Good. If this one makes it to the YouTube, yeah, Sam's episode didn't make it to YouTube because there was um, a video issue. With mm. the no, with it was, the sound. It, was it was yeah sound on the video. I mean, yeah, explain, sound on the video. It was bad. It was would, uh, we're rolling right now though. Better work, better work this time. Yeah, because I had a really good hand demonstration of the. You did. Yeah, you had it. Guys, listen. If you're listening to this on the spoofy, go to YouTube. You gotta watch what? it. Otherwise, you won't what's understand. A, <laughs> it's a joke. It's an internet joke, guys. Come on. <laughs> I there is so you can you say anything. Game just say that's oh, a joke. Don't worry. You ever heard just because you tweeted it doesn't mean it's an internet joke. <laughs> Listen, it's I on the internet. It it's a joke. There's. Do you know Game Grumps? Okay, so Game Grumps. There, uh, Brendan loves them. Brendan went to go see him live. He loved it. He loved their show live. It's not good. Um, their uh, internet duo of guys who just play games and make jokes. One of the guys' fathers is foreign. And he, this this guy who's part of the who's part of Game Grumps, makes music on the internet. And his dad, famously, if you're in that crowd, said, "Uh, where can you find your music? Is it on Spoofy <laughs> instead of Spotify?" 
<laughs> so there you go. Okay. That's a little internet lore. Thanks. Those who you know who want to start aren't using on the that term. side of the internet. Brennan loves oh. the game grumps. Brennan said he'd go back to that show he went to live. Sure. Brennan loves the game grumps. That's where he convinced Chris to watch Floorball too. That is actually true. Yeah. Thanks well, for it's doing all that. True. Nice questions. <laughs> <laughs> a very nice guy, Chris. Very nice guy. Never, Chris. never asked a rude question in his life. He's a nice man. Full, right. of, full of hair. You ready to go into Brendan? I gotta give back. Just to him. because, just because Chris is rude doesn't mean we uh, don't. We, I, we don't. Brendan. I'll be bald in ten years too. It's okay. Amen. Chris is Amen. your age. Chris is your age. Somebody he beat me to it. I'm gonna catch up eventually. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> it's Chris's birthday soon. It's true. So, happy birthday, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna let's just go into the fucking plugs because okay. otherwise this is gonna go off the rails even more. Okay, Nick. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. Yeah, lots now of fun. Your turn. You got anything to plug? Um, I do. Oh, oh wow. Um, what a surprise! Like you mentioned uh, off the hop, there, Pat and I were involved and first introduced um, from our, our hockey brand, um, Hockey Collective. So, if you haven't already, through the course of the tournament, what are you doing? Go do it now. But check <laughs> us out. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, sort of. I answered you guys there, but not too active on Twitter. Uh, YouTube, just You've underway. Been active just the past couple days. Been trying. I've been trying. It's I usually saw when you have talking about college hockey. I mm-hmm. saw it. Yep, yep. we're we're trying, but uh, yeah, just at Hockey Collective. Um, we are about to hit four hundred thousand Instagram followers by this Instagram weekend. Crazy. So. Yeah, check us out there. there. Maybe you'll be our 400,000th and Ooh. get nothing in return. <laughs> nothing. Oh, no. You wish you, you got something. Yeah, yeah. Let's oh, see. That's all, though. That's it? We're going to get him to the 500,000 mark for sure with this episode. How did you and Pat meet? What's your backstory? Uh, Pat's been doing or running Hockey Collective for over a decade now. So he started Instagram for it when Instagram was like first a thing and i wasn't allowed to get it probably in 2012 <laughs> wow um, he was basically posting like he's, he's a montreal canadians fan he was posting like their highlights and memes and stuff on his personal page in 2012 and his friend said dude stop i don't care um so he started <laughs> a hockey page it, it blew up as instagram blew up um i was working on another page with uh with some other buddies doing a lot in hockey media worked for a team um and then covid rolled around so i i joined him we were at we just hit three hundred thousand when i joined him early in covid and now wow. we're about to hit four hundred thousand. so um he's a man that's incredible pretty cool that's yes. really incredible. this whole time i thought you guys were like high school buddies who started this on your own Oh, it's all all the credits to him. Uh, all the credits to him on the early days and everything. There, he uh, he grinded it. He grew it. Um, I just hop on here and you know tell people that I grinded. He's a bandwagon guy. <laughs> bandwagon guy, Brendy. <laughs> what should people be drinking? Drink subtle tea, craft brewed iced tea made by me. You can find it at subtlety dot com. Order online with code Hoppy Boys. H o p p y b o i s. That's the title of my other podcast the happy boys which we just had bbd on you can go listen to that go watch it on youtube should be the same youtube channel as this one um peter had a good, a good review of that episode so go check that out if you are a fan of warehouse games oh, i'm man. sure you'd love to hear bbd drink white claws with us it was a lot of legitimately fun. an incredible episode bbd is hysterical yeah he's a funny funny good talker that guy oh my gosh did it did did you listen to it probably not Me? I saw part of it. I did watch part of it in my oh. preparation for this highly anticipated conversation here today. <laughs> wow. Um, I didn't make it through the full thing. It's I a think long, I was yeah, a couple of claws behind to get through that one. It was it was uh, it was a long episode, but it's so worth it. BBD just like reveals things about himself <laughs> unprompted. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a few very, times where he's very... just like, I guess I'm saying this out loud. I never told anyone this before. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go for it, man. I didn't even have to pull anything out of one. <laughs> oh my god, it was it was so Loose fun. It was BBD. that's Brendan's making a joke, but that was almost verbatim what BBD says at one point. He's like, "Never said this out loud before, but I guess we're doing it now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brendan posted cool. great clips about BBD burping. It was <laughs> <laughs> man that burps once a year. Interesting character. But yeah, go check that out. Um, um, 
my co-host for that show was like, can we please get more warehouse guests on that show? It was a, it was a lot of fun. So we'll, hopefully we'll have more people on there. Um, everyone seems to be very willing to do content that are content creators, believe it or not. Uh, nice people. <laughs> what? Um, otherwise, you can listen to The Lonely Boys, which is a show where we cover every episode of Gossip Girl. We're in the middle of season five over there. And uh, that's everything you need to know. Should is you... Brennan sexist? I've just noticed that all his shows have boys in the name. But one Uh-oh, of them, one of them is about media. girls, though. It's boys yeah, media. That's that. That's where I get you. Should uh, <laughs> are you going to get Nick? <laughs> are you going to get uh, Nick on Hoppy Boys and then just be very like stereotypical and have like Molson as the beer? Is that like a Canadian beer? Yeah, uh, some it beer is. guy. I get am. this right. The one person who I know who absolutely loves Molson. It's the only beer they drink. Is my dad's uncle who has lived in Italy his entire life. He's like, this is the beer. This is the best one. So every mm. time he comes, every time they visit, it's just stocked in our fridge. And we're oh, just wow. like, what are we doing? I've never with seen this, this now? before. It's very, I mean, it says well, it's really Canadian not that on the good. Pack, it's, yeah. it, I know. <laughs> That's why I said it. It's probably just like Budweiser. <laughs> it's not yeah. good. Yeah. It's not. I might prefer Budweiser, honestly. Yeah. It's no, not it's... good. But Nick, you're going to get booked on the Hoppy Boys for Molson. Get excited. Get excited. Get pumped. Sounds good to me, fellas. This Excellent. was a blast. Whoa. Thank you for. Having me on, oh, and... of course. Wait a second, I got my plugs. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> there we... <laughs> got it. Cut this whole fucking week. episode. We're done. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna <laughs> wait till you hear my plug, Nick. <laughs> I will be plugging my brother Matthew Del Rey. If you see him, be nice to him. He's a good boy. Give him a hug and a kiss. God knows he needs it. Uh, place your stars. And. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Nick. Yeah, so that's what he, he had to interrupt that's, you to make sure he that's did what that. You had, that's why I had to stop you. <laughs> Listen, we're talking, we're making my jokes about my brother. We're making fun of him. Good. This one's not a doctor. So it's, we're allowed to make fun of him without feeling bad Ooh. about ourselves. Okay. Okay. At least he's okay. not saving lives. <laughs> ruining them. He's ruining them. Give him a kiss. Plant one on him. <laughs> All right, Beyond Peter. that. Is there anything Brennan, else you want to talk about? <laughs> No. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.